Do you want to do a share impression? Well, I'm no that I. Oh my god. <laughs> And welcome back to the first episode of Women and Music Month on Right Answers Mostly. My name is Tess. My name is Claire. And it is time for the girlies. It's It's been a girly girl summer. We were just talking about how the summer is filled with this feminine energy that we just feel so like uplifted and inspired and I seen. Yes, insane. I feel like an uprising is amongst us. It is amongst us. We just did a Barbie review for Patreon, so make sure to join Patreon. It's an hour of us pretty much crying. We literally did cry. And, like, I'm still talking about Barbie. Like, I will work its way into any conversation. I can't let it. I, like, I don't know when I'll be able to let it go. I don't think that we have to. I think we're changed Mm. forever. Wow, wow, wow. And it is a girly girl summer. Seeing everyone in pink just, like, about town. I mean, it truly just feels like the 2016 election. I keep thinking that. There's just a camaraderie that we haven't seen in a long time, I think. Exactly. And we love that. The girls have gone wild. The girls have gone wild. Um, Seeing Taylor next week, seeing the Eras tour. I know by the time this episode is out, I think that you will have seen her. I will have seen her. We did get some requests to do her for Women in Music. Yes, we had a bunch. So the episode we were doing today was heavily requested as taylor was as well and then we also had stevie nicks stevie tina turner and a couple amy winehouse was yes. were in there too so i haven't quite decided what i want to do yet so dm us right now at right answers mostly we're on uh tiktok we're on instagram at right answers mostly and if you're on your phone right now why don't you go ahead and go to apple Podcasts? yes and give us a five-star review because we love you and you can show us how much you love us as well please do it would make our day we also love a review uh, we love a nice review but give us those stars yeah please please you, you know the drill we talk about it constantly yeah we're not too proud to bag <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's what we're here for. But Claire, how the hell are you? You have an exciting week coming up. I know. I'm going home to Arkansas and I'm going to go see my um, sister in Atlanta and I am so excited. Except Tess. Do you know what the weather's going to be? Thunderstorms? No. 104. <gasps> 104 in Arkansas. And oh my we, god. We've got that humidity. Do you guys have AC? Of course. Okay. I just never, I don't understand like <laughs> I don't understand AC. I'm gonna say I it. know you are such a California girl though. But like, like so many places in LA just don't have AC because it's close to the beach, which is right. absurd. Absurd. It's been very we're, warm. We're dying out here. I don't have a, a AC and I usually don't know that's how you okay do it. for our house, but it was a little toasty yesterday. I don't think I've ever like seen you like besides like when you're working out. Like you're mm. not like a sweaty person, are you? I love the heat like mm. I'm, I'm i'm an august baby like it's in my blood i love the summertime that is true yeah i guess i'm not a sweaty person yeah and sorry for people who don't like it when we say Shh. we've we've explained why we're not gonna get into it today yeah, but we no. have explained the backstory on a few episodes so you just gotta go through the catalog go to the hear, catalog. hear the journey and lean in exactly and you will be you will you are welcome to do it too and then like well, trust me once you start once you start <laughs> she can't stop <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I'm so excited to go home. Um, check our Insta and TikTok because, you know, I'll be posting content as oh, well. The How- gorgeous, like, southern oh, southern night. So green there oh, right now. Thank it's so pretty. God. Um, how are you, Tess? I'm good. I'm just, like, truly so excited for August. Me too. Like, you Me know, J- June's always tough. Mm-hmm. Beginning of July can be tough, too. And then I think Leo season into Virgo season is always a time of a lot of, like, excitement. I'm so ready for Leo season. Same. Well, I guess we're in it now. Oh, we're, we're in it as of 
Saturday? I last think, Saturday? And now I'm in it. Just bring it back all, to all the women in music. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I've been seeing a lot more on social media lately? And I relate to this in a way, even though I love summer, is that and I know our, our dear friend Hannah Brown um, has talked about it's like this summer puts this FOMO on you mm. that is a little tough. But yes. I would like to take that off of all of us and just try to enjoy summer the way we like because it's such a social oh, wow. season. I think like when I was younger, I was obsessed with summer. Yeah. Like with camp and of everything course. being out of school. It was so magical. And as an adult, it can be kind of hard sometimes. Summertime sadness is like, it's so true because I think you're just always like, well, could I be doing like, am I not taking advantage of this? Right. Why am I working right now? Yes. Should I you be doing? <laughs> <laughs> like something's not right. It feels. I think you also compare it to childhood. You do freedom. Of course, we had like eighteen years of that. God damn. I know that is so true. But we're taking it back, and we decided to do women in music because you guys asked for it. Yep. Also, you know, it just feels very. It feels light. It feels empowering. It feels hot. It feels hot. And that is why. Oh. Not sure if this is the perfect transition. It is. But we are going to get in to the one, the only, the goddess of pop, some may say. Oh, goddess. Share. Share. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of hot. What a gorgeous woman. What a gorgeous woman. I mean, I, so I literally knew nothing about Cher except for her iconic outfits mm-hmm. and her voice. Same. And a little sunny and sheer, like, but hardly knew anything about it. Same. Um, I, we, we have talked about that I have a connection. Not really, but, um, so sorry. What is her son's name? Chaz. Chaz. Yes. I saw Chaz in a, like, um, local theater play, um, a proof, um, shout out to you, Patty, if you are listening. Um, and wow, what a performance. I mean, proof is the ultimate theater kid show where you're like, okay, so I used to like be in these like kind of, you know, lighter, fluffy performances. And now I'm an actor. actor. Proof triggers me because it's math. It is math. I did proof in college. I like want to say it was a showcase scene or something like we didn't do the entire play. Uh, what is her name? The, like, Gwyneth Paltrow plays her in the movie. I think one of the characters' names Claire, I think. Oh, it is Claire. I think so. It is Claire. So maybe it, Chaz and I are all more connected. Oh. I mean, Chaz played the father. Mm. Yeah, oh, I, just, sorry. I just remember being like, I love this play, and like, I love what it's done for my craft, and I love, like, you <laughs> and know. And we can carry that with you still. And I still do. Yeah. To this day. But besides that, I know her iconic line about, like, I am a rich man. I don't, auto-tune. Yes. And that's really it. Well, great. Well, shall we dive into the icon that is Cher? Yes. So as I just said, she is referred to as the goddess of pop uh, by many people, which I'm like, huh, I think everyone kind of says that in a way about like, we have a lot of goddesses. There's room for everyone. I actually haven't heard goddess. I feel like I've heard princess, queen. Queen. What was, um, I mean, it's just funny, like whenever we start these women in music episodes, like for Whitney and Selena, it's like they were known as this one thing like the voice and all this stuff which it's like there's room for everyone that's true there's room for everyone there is um but she was known um for really um, embodying female autonomy in a male-dominated industry she was always reinventing herself which you Mm. know as taylor says like female artists have to reinvent themselves time and time and time again so we're gonna see her go through many different like phases and experiment she's very experimental 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 you know like that must be exhausting but i will say as a consumer i really enjoy it i know and i'm also like would it be fun to like that you can just try like in your new album you can dress differently and you can have a different sound and like i think it'd be so fun fun. 
I'm like, should we reinvent Ram? <laughs> we're like, catch us on YouTube, by the way. Also, this full episode will be there. What if you guys logged on and we're like, we're in our goth era? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're wearing um, springtime floral dresses. Yeah, as we're we do. very opposite of that right but now. But that could change for next yeah, week. That's right, next month. You never know. Um, she's also known for having a contralto singing voice. Okay, please explain. A contralto singing voice is deep for the female register. Now that she does. Do you want to do a share impression? Well, I'm no. Oh my god. <laughs> that was good. I didn't even hesitate. And that's it that for now. Good. That's like your ET. Um, that was like that was stunning. Yeah, I, that was like I should have backed up from the mic a little bit. No, I no, but that is share. You know, she doesn't back up from no, the mic. She, and that's a great that's a great point, Tess. We were talking about this, and I was like, I'm a little scared to say this on the podcast because this is said with love and light and say no it? disrespect. Her voice has confused me a bit in the past. I think it's just something that no one had heard before. Yes. And her her nat like her talking voice is deep as well. Yeah, it is, and it's kind of like. It's a little, like a little lish be going on. Like, it's like a, it's a very specific voice. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so let's get into it. Where is she born? What sign is she as we always start? Okay, fuck. What do you think, Claire? What was her astrological sign? Is she a Sagittarius? No. God damn it. Think closer. Closer? Scorpio? us. Oh, to us. An earth sign? Mm. Capricorn. Mm -mm. Taurus. (laughs) She's a Taurus. People are like, you don't know your shit. Stop it. They're like, we hate that you start every episode. I know, but it's but so you're fun. usually so great. I, yeah, you know. And, hey, you and don't, I don't know that much about you her. You don't know anything about her, and you got on the third try? Well, I thought Sagittarius, because she just is so fiery. She is fiery. It kind of makes sense to me that she's a Taurus, like, in terms of her, like, fashion and mm-hmm. her sassiness and her stubbornness and, and her creativity. Um, so she was born May 20th, 1946. She was born in California as well. I picture her born on venus like i know she was born in el centro california hmm. which i'm like i think that's in central california el centro right like maybe closer to someone someone tell me but like maybe closer to like fresno area Mm. i want to say sure um her father was an armenian american truck driver so she's armenian she is half armenian okay um his name was john and he had some gambling problems oh here we go. Here we go. Oh, John. And her mother, Georgia. Georgia. Mm-hmm. John and Georgia. John and Georgia. Georgia Holt um, was a former model and retired actress who was Irish, English, German, and Cherokee. Ancestry. Oh, wow. Interesting. Um, so John, some difficulties there. John's not really in the picture. She's growing up. Um, and her parents divorced when she's 10 months old. 10 months. I know. Oh, my God. That's so hard for a mom. I know. But Georgia didn't waste much, much time. Oh. And she remarried um, to this uh, actor, John South Hall. And then they had a daughter who shares half-sister, Georgia, Georgian. Oh, Georgia. Come on. Let's, like, <laughs> not do that to our children. But, like, is I think it's iconic when women kind of do this because men do it all the time. I was literally just talking to Emma Morgan about this. That Emma was like, why are women not naming their children their name? And she was like, I'm going to go ahead and fuck around and name my first child uh, the third, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I kind of get it. I've had that moment before. I mean, like, not like I would ever name if I had a daughter name or Tess. Tess but I'm Jr. like, I can kind of feel it for a second. Please name your firstborn Tess Jr. I beg of you. <laughs> it's on the table now. Of course. It's on the table. Um, so they actually moved to L.A. 
Okay. Um, because her mom is like, okay, like I'm remarried. We have like a little bit more stability. Let's get to LA. Cause I also think her mom was still like, I really want to try to be an actress. And she did. She was acting and waiting tables. And so she's like living out her dream with these two daughters that oh she has. Oh my God. Um, she actually got both Cher and Georgian <clears throat> extra work on TV shows from a young age. So they're like, they're in Hollywood. How did Cher like that? Do you know? She loved it. Oh, she was like the spotlight, honey. And what I what's interesting about Cher compared to a lot of like other female artists we have talked about, her confidence is so amazing because in in her early years, she's very much like I don't think I can do anything, but I know that people will be drawn to me and I know that I want to be famous for like even not doing much, I just want to be famous. God, are we like sure she's not a Sagittarius? Like that's just so you know. I know. Or Leo. Oh I my mean, god, I should have guessed Leo. Truly though, hmm. but she was like maybe an original Kardashian, you could say. She was yeah. like, I just want to be famous for being famous. Love that. Which we we do love. She to loves see. the spotlight. She loves the spotlight. Um. So her mom gets divorced from John when Cher is, excuse me, when Cher is nine. Mm. Um. She remembers him as a good-natured man who turned belligerent when he drank too much. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of a theme throughout Cher, Cher's childhood. Her mom had very, like, codependent tendencies, was, like, on and off with a lot of people in relationships, out of relationships. And so that caused a very chaotic childhood. And they were, like, never in one place. Ugh. So much to the point where um, her mom would sometimes drop her, drop her off at the orphanage for weeks at a time. What? Mm-hmm. Drop her off at the orphanage? Would she be like, I will be back later? She would, like, come by. She, yeah, she was always like, look, stay here, like, for a couple nights, a couple days. I'll come by and stop by. But they were, after her divorce, they were really struggling with money. Of course. And so Cher remembers having to use rubber bands to tie her shoes together when she needed new shoelaces. This is just, like, stories like this where it's, like, Dolly, too, where you're like, how did you come up from this? Literally. And, like... I just feel like today, like with like stars of like the next 10, 20, 30 years, like they might not be in this situation because I think now it's like, well, they're already in Hollywood. They're already there. And so yeah. I think this is like very much a thing of like the 40s through the 70s. Yeah. You know, I totally agree. Or even 90s, actually, because think of like you, you were still discovered, like yes. if you were pretty. Like and, Moss. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, we don't really see that anymore. Um, <laughs> but this is very traumatic for Cher. Um, however... She goes to the theater in fifth grade. Oh, healing. Healing. Major theater kid energy. Um, oh, of course. This is actually really funny to me. So she wanted to produce in fifth grade a performance of Oklahoma. Oh. You know. What the, a choice, of course. What a choice. She, uh, she's like, go for Cher. She's <laughs> like, go for, is her name Cher? Um, Yes. Is that her real Wait, name? Wait, no, it's not. Why did I not put this? Her real name is like, um, God damn like, it. I can't, <laughs> like, what is her real name? I remember seeing this in the... Um, well, I mean, she is Cher, and she is like a one-namer. Oh, it's Sherilyn Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian. Sh- Sherilyn. Okay. Yeah, Sherilyn. Got Not it. bad. Should have said that. Sherilyn. Sherilyn. God, it sounds like we're saying Carolyn, Carolyn. but with the sh- Carolyn, we're looking at you. Yeah, of course. C- there's an older sister. We always are. We always are. Um, so she's like, I want to do this musical, but none of the boys in her class wanted to be a part of it. Mm. Classic. Classic. Like, guys, you're being so boring. But because of this, she was like, I am going to perform 
all of the roles as the boys. And I actually have this like deep voice. And so it kind of works out. She is a mogul already. And so people were like, oh shit, like you're standing out. You do have this fascinating voice. Like this is kind of crazy. This, who is this? Sherilyn. Like, and she's already, she's thinking money. She's thinking, you know, she's thinking to the top. I also love that she's like, you're not going to help me. I'll just do it myself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's very much her energy. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, she just was like a very imaginative kid. Her celebrity idols, Audrey Hepburn. She also loved Catherine Hepburn and Betty Davis. Mm, Yes. Those... Catherine Hepburn and Betty Davis seem more of her energy than Audrey Hepburn does. So Audrey was like her favorite because she was a brunette. Ah, we were just talking about this brunette trauma. So she has the ultimate brunette trauma. Everything like that she does. And I was watching, I didn't cite my sources, but I was watching her documentary, which is on Apple. I don't think it's an Apple produced documentary, but it's called share in her words. Mm. And she brings up how she just felt very like, alienated because like of the time you were pretty if you were blonde and you were ugly if you were brunette i mean our barbie episode midge justice for midge justice for midge she was a brunette and like we talked about this as a kid like i always wanted to be blonde exactly and so she like brings it up truly every 20 minutes of the documentary even if like they're not talking about something like she's just like oh and by the way like um i was the first woman on vogue magazine on the cover with dark hair like actually which i was like i don't know if that is true yeah and also she says we say brunette trauma with total irony like we know there's not actual trauma with being brunette but i i don't I don't know if Cher knows that. I don't know. And that's the thing. Like, I don't think she's in on the joke. Like, mm. she's very much like not. She's not like I was discriminated against, but she felt like she was an ugly duckling mm. in a world of these blonde. And, you know, she's tall and she's very like slender and she kind of like she takes up a lot Sorry. of space, I feel. And mm. like her with her deep voice and her long hair. And I think as a teenager, that makes you feel right. A little like an outsider. Yeah. Um. But she, yeah, so she was, at this time, she was like, look, I want to be famous, but I don't think people will like my voice, and I don't know if, like, I'm a great actress, but it's time, it's time to, you know, pursue this a little bit more. Give her a shot. So her mom remarries, and now this time she marries Rich, honey. Oh, wow. Hey, good for you. I know that's what you want. Georgiana? Uh, No, that's the daughter. uh, Georgia. Georgia. Right. She marries a bank manager who adopts Cher and her sister. And so then they move to uh, uh, Encino. Okay. Um, and they both enroll in a private college prep. Okay. Which is like a little bit more heavily um, art, like musical art. What's it called? Like performance. Yeah. Performance art. Centered. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so one of her former classmates says, I'll never forget seeing Cher for the first time. She was so special. She was like a movie star right then and there. She said she was going to be a movie star. And you know what? We all knew that she would. I believe it. I believe it, too. People just have a presence about them. Exactly. And so even, like, at this college prep, people said that she had unconventional behavior. And I think that really just meant that, like, she... So she started wearing midriff-bearing tops. And people were like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wowza. Um, And, like, she's just truly, like, I'm trying to, like, produce. And I want to get everyone together to, like, do more artistic things. And people were like, whoa. She also found out that she had dyslexia at this time, Mm. which made it hard to excel in, like, other classes. And so she felt like with singing and acting, that wasn't so much of a concern. I mean, I feel like we can relate to that. Where you're like, I just would rather not do schoolwork, but just be creative. I know. God, I know. We really relate to that. Yeah. Um, So at 16, she drops out of school. She moves to L.A. with a friend. Oh, she, I thought she was in Encino. 
Maybe moves to like Hollywood. Moves yeah to like center okay, of Hollywood. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, and she starts taking acting classes and working at small clubs on the Sunset Strip. Oh my God! And what what is this time? God, like so this is late 50- in the early sixties. Early sixties. Wow, can you imagine? I think this is nineteen sixty one. Can you imagine? No, being sixteen in that environment, like everyone is doing drugs. I think if you're a sixteen year old girl, you're looked at as like a 26 year old woman. That's what I was about to say. Like, especially back then, like a teenager was, I mean, if you were out, you were out. Well, funny you mention it. Oh, God. Because this is when she meets someone named Sonny Bono in 1962. Yes. So this is a lot sooner than I thought that she met. Him. Okay, so how old was he, Tess? Let's talk numbers. Okay. Um, so he was 11 years older than her. Okay. So she met him when um, she was 17. Okay. And he was 28. Okay. Yeah, again, like, someone at 30 and a 41-year-old, it's way different than a 17 and a 28-year-old. It's, so, it's so much different. Like, even, you know... I'm 28 right now, and I I don't want anything to do with a 17 year old. Imagine, imagine. Can you imagine if I was like, "Hey, I met this guy." I I truly cannot. It's wild. But I think also at this illegal. time, illegal. <laughs> but at this time, it was like men got like a t- like a like a they were praised. Yeah. For dating a younger woman, it was like, "Oh, she's so young and innocent. That's sexy." Well, we were just talking about. Dakota Johnson's parents, Don Johnson, used to pick up her mom. Um, what's her mom? Oh, Melanie Griffith mm-hmm. from school because she was a teenager when they started dating, and he was an adult. And like, also, we talked about this in our early two thousands episodes of like, you know, when um, Wilmer Valderrama was dating Mandy Moore, and she was like, oh yeah, the age gaps in Milo, Milo Ventimiglia, yeah. and Hayden Panettiere. Those were all like seventeen, eighteen, late twenties, and early thirties. Did you think that was weird back in the time? Well, I think back in the time, I was younger, so everyone seemed older to me, so I didn't Mm. realize what the age difference was. Yeah, I like, I mean, I think at that point, they were probably like, those women were like seven, eight years older than me, but I just remember being like, oh, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. Like, Of course, yeah. And like kind of thinking that that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, even in high school, like you would want to like date someone older. It's crazy. I know. It's crazy. Um, So they met because they were. Wait, Tess, who's your childhood crush again? Oh. um, Ed Harris. uh, Ed Harris, like Viggo Mortensen. (laughs) All these men. I just had to bring it there. (laughs) All these men in like their 40s, but also then, of course. Of course. The Chad, Michael Murray's, the Leo's. Yeah. So I had range. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, But, you know, I also think I. I mean, I was, I'm right there with you. That's why I'm laughing because we're like, it's crazy. Meanwhile, no. being like, but hey, it is crazy. And then I also was like, oh, I saw at home that dating situation, which I just had that epiphany with recently, where like my dad dated younger mm, women. Yes, of and so, course. And so I think I just, and like significantly younger. Right. And so I think I was like, this is the way of the world. But it, and it was the way of the world. It is the way of the world. <sighs> Jesus Christ. But hey. But that is for another time. <laughs> Another that room. is for Patreon. Exactly. seven ninety nine. If you want to hear about childhood trauma, head over to patreon.com. Head on over. So they actually met because they were on a double date with other people. Mm-hmm. And they were like looking at each other from across the room. And they were like, interesting. And Cher was into it. But he was like, mm, I like, he kind of was like aloof to okay. her. I think he played a little like cat and mouse. Yeah. Cher has said to Elle in 2018, everyone disappeared. When she first lays, laid eyes on Sunny, he was the most unusual person I had ever seen. 
I feel like she needs unusual. She's unusual. She's unusual. She was like turned on by it. Mm-hmm. Was he famous yet? So he was. He was. Okay. He was like a very up and coming, and people like knew and respected him. Okay. Oh god, I just got so sweaty all of a sudden. Oh. I'm like, did can all turn out turn off the AC? <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. okay, baby. This always happens, then it'll go down in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gotta ride the wave. <laughs> it's okay, baby. Every time Claire is with me, I just start to get drenched in sweat out of nowhere. Try to fan you across the table. No, it's okay. Um, okay, so according to Cher, Sonny said he wasn't attracted to her when they first met. So he asked her, do you want to come move in with me? Like, before they were romantic, he was like... Uh. Well, you could, like, help me out a little bit around the house. You could be, like, my <laughs> housekeeper. No. Mm-hmm. I don't want to move in with you, Sunny. Well, she was like, yes, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> but hey. he was, like, kind of like a... He was a fatherly figure to her at mm. first. Um, so, within time... Oh, also, her mom has basically been like, uh, yeah, Cher was abandoned by her father, like... Of course, that she sees this man. He's older. He's her gonna, mom said that? Yeah, her mama said it in an interview. I'm like, Mom, why don't you not talk about this to the publications? And also, isn't she the one to say marry a married or a rich man? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this quote says, Cher's mother also felt her daughter's father issues played a role in their relationship. It's strange. She told Ladies Home Journal in 1975. <laughs> Sweetheart. Mom. But at the same time, Sunny, Sunny was the spitting image of her father. I think the father image had a great deal to do with Cher's feelings, but I didn't think it would have helped it if I told that to Cher. When a girl is, is that much in love with a man as she was, nothing can be done about it. Listen, no lies were told, but, like, you don't need to say it to a magazine, like, about your daughter. You, you don't. Um, but Cher, Cher knows that, too. She said yeah. that she felt protected by him, and that mm-hmm. was like the, the main thing that she needed was protection. Right. So, she's doing chores around the house for Sunny. Um, which like ladies <laughs> just say no, just, you know, there's other ways to <laughs> do to move in and be my house cleaner. Yeah. Wow. Just like, you know, we've all said yes to yeah, things, to, things. Get, to get closer, to get laid, like literally, of course, tough to think about. Um, but at the time, Sunny was working for record producer, Phil Spector. Yes. Okay. We should do a Phil Spector episode. Oh, really? You know, he's a murderer. What? Yes. He's crazy. What? Okay. We should do a Phil Spector episode. Oh my god! Yeah, wild. Why? Oh, I, I, I don't know anything There's about this man. There's so much to that man. Okay, put that in our back pocket. Oh my god! Okay. So Cher worked with him. Cher worked with him. Wow. I mean, I think he worked with a lot of people. Mm. Wow. Yeah, Sunny was like, okay, all of a sudden you are like my immediate inspiration. Then they fought. to share to share. Okay. Um, and he's like, I want you to start doing some backup singing for some of the things I'm producing, thus starting a romantic relationship so okay. now they're like we're no longer just like i'm know. no longer just your housekeeper exactly like okay. now i am your girlfriend of some sorts mm-hmm. so this is funny because sunny is like you should be a backup singer for be my baby ringo i love you you know that song the be my be my baby, baby be my you be my little baby that, but then ringo i love you i don't know what that is i thought it was that one <laughs> i'm actually not exactly sure what single this is now that i look at my notes but whatever single that is, <laughs> people were like, what the fuck? This voice is very manly. Oh. So people believed it was a gay man singing a love song to Ringo. Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. Wow. And people were like, that's disgusting. <laughs> so like her first, like, she, she tried. Like for like her first song, people were like, ew, gross. Oh my God. Like, who is that? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and then Sunny is kind of like, hmm, what if like we started doing like some songs together? We could go as Caesar and Cleo. That that would be our stage name. And they were like, okay, sure, like let's let's try this out. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, she's nineteen, he's thirty. They get unofficially married in a hotel room in Mexico. Oh my god, it's so old Hollywood. I feel so old Hollywood. And he's like, you know what? Like I know that you suffer a little bit from stage fright, but she had been going through. And he was like, let's just like look right at me. Let's start singing, and we're gonna sing harmonies, and we're gonna like take over this world it sounds so romantic i know it does but then you're like oh god the age difference the power I, dynamics yeah just to be like look you're so right thank you for bringing me back down to earth but i but i know you get like wrapped into yeah. the, like romanticism of it all because it's also like you know you think of um johnny cash and and june june of just like standing up there with your lover as fucked up as it is and you're know. just like there is romance to it there is and both things can't be true and, and, and we can live in both worlds we can we can um, so they are officially a duo. They have some shitty singles, like most <laughs> duos do. Um, but then Cher signs with Liberty Records. Um, and on her own. On her own. Okay. And, but Sunny is still her producer, which we are going to see time and time again that she like, can't really like, get out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's doing covers. A lot of covers of Bob Dylan and the Birds. Her first album is called All I Really Want to Do. Let's have some fun. All I Want to Do. Have some fun. Justice for Cheryl Crow. A justice for Cheryl Crow. Listen to our steroids <laughs> episode. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started. No, it's, it's been a day. Yeah. With <laughs> other stuff we have found out. Yeah. Um, and this has been reviewed as one of the stronger folk pop records of the era. I do not think of Cher as folk pop, but I love it. Folklore no. girly. Like fo- like literally folklore girly. Like she is very... Cher um, walked so that Taylor could uh, run. Wow. I mean, Taylor has said before um, about her inspiration from Cher in something i should have gotten the quote but i think people are very inspired by her because of how which might not be fair but because she has always changed like a lot of people don't know that Cher started out as folk i had no idea like you just imagined her as this like disco queen exactly but she um she was doing it all wow that's so i would love to hear these early songs oh and like i mean her voice is just gorgeous and i really like it without the auto-tune and like so interesting it's just very interesting and the harmonies are really good with sunny uh. It has to be for folk. It is. It's it's quite beautiful. Um, so then her team is like, you know where you're going to be big? Where you should go? Go to London. Ah, London. Well, the 60s was like the British invasion. Of course. And also like her look, like she got so big in London and they knew that she would succeed there because like everyone like started wearing bell bottoms like her and like the ruffled shirts and the fur vests and the striped, like she was such a fashion icon like truly from the start she's very like mod is that i kind of think so of her. mod like especially with the bangs yes ultra short or straight hair yeah very long very long silky gorgeous gorgeous um so they toured in london share lookalikes became like i mean everyone was just like like truly like 24 hours later everyone had cut their hair and everyone had dyed their hair and it That's was like crazy mm-hmm. so she really had like i didn't know that she was so influential with with the youths you could so say. early on so early on um and i feel like sunny like people like like to stop i mean he, sunny was not an attractive man i need to like look him up because i just keep picturing jonathan chevin or whatever food god when he dressed up with kim as sunny and Cher. honestly it's not that far uh, off like, like he's after? like an unusual looking like blonde kind of short man sunny bono sunny bono what a name what a name crazy okay 
Oh, yeah. You know what you I mean? Know, he looks like a mom from the 90s in some of these photos, you know? <laughs> like a suburban mom from the 90s. Yeah, he's Without just... the mustache, of course. Yeah. I mean, sometimes he was clean shaven, though, and that's even more haunting, I that, think. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Wow, Cher is stunning. Stun- I mean, just gorgeous. God, her hair. I just want to French braid it. Truly. Just, like, comb it. Yeah. Run your fingers through it. Yeah, of course. See, this is, like... Yeah, it's not. I mean, he he looks like a weird like like his name's Linda. Yeah, it's something something's off. Yeah. Um, also, just after finding out more about him, just not his biggest fan. He's not like a great guy. Not a great guy. Um, you mean to tell me a man mm-hmm. in the entertainment industry in the '60s is not a great guy? Shocked, I'm sure. I am shocked. Shocked. Um, so they are, you know, their success. Their first album spent eight weeks at number two on Billboard 200, right behind the Beatles' "Help." Oh, that's I mean, that's so, like, a big deal. That just shows how how, pe- how people love them. Um, they had five songs in the top fifty of all time. They sold over forty nine million records. Oh my God. Um, I would um, recommend for everyone to go to YouTube and listen to them singing I Got You Babe. I Got You Babe. Oh my God, that's just so like st- I feel like that is their song. Like that's what they're known for. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and also at the same time, which is interesting, she is a solo artist. So she's like trying to like come up with her new stuff but they are really um, butting heads like creatively over like what she should do. Um so it's kind of like this like big you know rise and then they plateau a little bit and then they really struggle because now at this time we have like led zeppelin Uh eric clapton the electric guitar is really like Mm -hmm. coming in so it's coming in hot that's like the new sound and Cher's like yeah let's do that too like i want to be like led zeppelin and like let's mix it up and he's like no it's not gonna work and you're never gonna you're never gonna amount to that zip it sunny zip it um also something that affected their popularity which I found this so interesting. They were very public about how they were monogamous uh-huh. and anti-drug. What? This wasn't popular in the 60s and 70s. I'm shook that she was anti-drug. Very anti-drug. I think because of Sonny's... I just imagine him being a little control... This is what I think. Okay. And this might not be exactly what happened. I think he was a little controlling of her uh-huh. and she was a lot younger. He probably in some ways wanted to protect her and be like, I don't want you going off and getting into the hard stuff and then I also think he was like I don't want you doing that because then what's going to happen to our relationship exactly it like keeps her close Mm -hmm. so interesting that they were very like vocal about being monogamous too where it's like well yeah oh so they so now the youths are like you guys are lame and stupid because it's free love and drugs baby (laughs) exactly so they're like you're boring Mm -hmm. your sound is outdated what's going on what's going on um so imperial drops drops all of them oh it like breaks my heart i know i know but again it's like you're this is just the beginning for you this is just the beginning but this is a tough time because also this time sunny cheats on her Ugh, of course he does of course with who well share this is a quote by share she says one woman or even five was not enough for him one of the things I originally found so attractive about Sonny was that he really believed women should be taken care of. Well, eventually, it got to the point of driving me crazy. Does that mean... What do you mean? So I think he cheated on her a lot and kind of probably was that like music guy that was like, let me... I think he did the same thing he did to Cher, maybe, with a lot of like up-and-coming young That's artists. Like, in what world would that man not be... like? cheating and sleeping around i know 
Like, with so much power. I know. It's just interesting the way she was, like, he was adamant about, like, taking care of women. It's like... It's like, well, take, taking care of cheating out, like, yeah, having sex with other women. about? I know. So I think that she definitely had some things of maybe not, you know, it's, realizing her, what she, what she deserved. Yeah, and it probably was like, well, I can do this, but you can't do this. Exactly. So, of course, he immediately regrets it. He wants her back. And then they officially get married. Oh. And have their first kid. Oh. Uh, Chaz. Chaz Bono. Chaz Bono. Chaz Bono. What year was that? This was in... I put 1969, which is a typo. So I want to say then that was probably 1970. It was a typo? Right? Because 69. Or wait, maybe not. I'm like, what year are we in right now? Chaz Bono's birthday is... He's 54. Oh. 1969. Oh, March 4th, 1969. Don't doubt yourself, Tess. No, don't doubt yourself. You're right. Okay. Okay. What a year. So... Once again, kind of struggling a little bit. They're like, let's get into the movie business. Oh. Mm. Like producing? Producing. And then I think Sunny's like, Cher, like, you are a good actress. And, like, I want to help you get there. And we will talk about her acting career. She's amazing. Like, she's very she's impressive. She's so much stuff. So much stuff. She has, like, been very, like, highly praised in tons of iconic roles. Yeah. Which we have a game at the end. Oh, thank God. So wait for it, kids. I'm excited. So... They try to get this this movie called Chastity. Mm. Um, have you seen? No. They try to get it financed. They mortgage their home to do so. Oh my god! Like, and this is when Chaz is like a kid. But I'm also like, don't you have connections that like surely you shouldn't have to do that, guys? I think it. So it just was a true box office failure. Oh. Um, but in their reviews, people are like, Cher is really good, even for how bad this movie is. Like, she stands out, and that says a lot. Sure does. Because <laughs> also, I'm sure people were like looking for it to be ev- bad in every way. Exactly. Um, so they were like, movies out. Mm-hmm. However, they're like, you know what could be kind of fun for us to do to still stay relevant, to be on the TV, is to have, like, to go to primetime shows and do like a variety show. Variety show, which, what does that remind you of? Um, in well, early 2000s? In early 2000s, variety show. Why am I, why am I missing it? Do you remember when Nick and Jessica tried to replicate this? Oh, my God. Of course. How could I ever forget? Of course. Oh, it's tough. Disgusting. <laughs> that was, like, I think one of the worst things I'd ever seen in my entire life. But, you know, it's like, throw everything at the wall and see what sticks, you know? And yeah. that just didn't. Yeah, that's true. I totally forgot about that. Summer is here, Rammies, which means we are hitting the farmer's market to grab that fresh produce, and you know we wouldn't cook with anything other than our Caraway cookware. If we're buying that gorgeous produce, we want to make sure our cookware is safe and healthy for us as well. Caraway is non-stick, but also has chemical-free ceramic coating, so you can fill your summer with your favorite recipes without worry. It also doesn't hurt that Caraway products are so aesthetically beautiful and will immediately elevate your kitchen. I have the navy pan set with the gold handles, and I feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers film every time I cook. All sets come equipped with complimentary, easy-access storage solutions to keep the kitchen tidy as well, which is such a nice touch. If you want to join in on the fun this summer, visit Caraway home.com slash ram 10 to get 10% off during their summer refresh event certain exclusions apply that's carawayhome.com slash ram 10 or use code ram 10 at checkout caraway non-toxic cookware made modern 
so they kind of were this first couple that like they go on primetime shows. Um, at first, they're like guest hosts on like the Merv. Is it Merv Griffin? Merv. Mer- Mer- Merv Griffin. I think, I think Merv. It's Merv. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot the V. <laughs> Mer. Um, on the Merv Griffin show, but then they're like, "Look, we need our full Sunny and Jared comedy hour." Like let's let's do it. Bold. Six episodes, great ratings, watched by more than thirty million viewers. Really? And it's very like I saw a clip of it. Okay. And I and I did like a little snippet of so you can just get the essence. Sunny says, Honey, I understand why you're a little disappointed. I know how much you wanted to go to Hawaii, but well, I just couldn't afford a round trip ticket for the two of us. Cher said, Who said anything about the two of us? Sunny gives the camera a hurt yet baffled look. Cher says, Who said anything about round trip? And then the audience <laughs> loses it. And that's pretty much the dialogue of like every episode. You're just Got like, it. ah, the writing. Mm. Not funny <laughs> at all. <laughs> For the time, so simple. But Chaz like appeared on it. Mm. And so people were like, what an all-American family. She adopts her low-cut gown. Oh. That is the signature look. Show it off. Of a lifetime. And so... So a lot of people think Cher was the first woman to show her belly button on TV. I associate her with the belly button. Which actually isn't true. I think it was um, actress Diana Erwig in the 1960s TV series Star Trek. Oh, okay. But Cher caused such controversy with her belly button. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's a belly button. It's a a belly button. We all have them. I mean, literally. That's like where... That's how... To, yeah, that's how we grow. That's how we were brought to life. That is truly how we were came into this world because of your belly button. That's crazy. It's like, why are we sexualizing a belly button? Which I also get, like, uh, her belly button is sexy. It is sexy. Well, People Magazine, Claire, dubbed Cher the pioneer of the belly beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Thank God we have pioneers in every sense of the word. Exactly. So she did really popularize, like, showing off your tummy. Mm-hmm. Crop tops were never the same. Crop tops were never the same, you know, and... I like it. Yeah. I do. Um, so, okay. So now what's happening? She's So the show is going strong. And then her marriage is going downhill. Yeah. In 1974, Sonny writes in his diary, the public still thinks we're married. And that's just the way it has to be. As he was now in a new relationship with someone else, they were still keeping up appearances. That's torture. Torture. Um, and so, Sonny files for divorce for irreconcilable differences in 1974. Interesting. Which I was like, oh. And then Cher counters the divorce, charging Sonny for involuntary servitude, saying that he withheld money from her, like, their entire marriage. So, they have this really nasty divorce. That's sad. They're battling in court over um, Chaz and finances. Ugh. But eventually, she is granted everything. Okay, good. Because I'm like, I bet that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, just like check out our YouTube yes. because we are cropping. I, I mean, I'm sure he was withholding a lot of money in the early days. Mm-hmm. I think he was like, there was some taking advantage of her. Yeah. I think he was like, you're going to be a star, but let me tell you exactly how to do Great. it. She didn't know much about the industry at first. Of I course. think, you know, it wasn't the healthiest of times. Um. But she wins a Golden Globe for Best Actress, Musical, or Comedy for the Sunny and Cher show. Oh, wow. I know. I was like, even back in the day. Even a variety show? Yeah. Interesting. Well, good for her. She just wins it? She just wins it. Oof. It is. Isn't it very Nick and Jessica? It is. 
is. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, where he's just like, God damn it, I'm like the older guy that's been in the industry for longer. Totally, like, why not me? And like, but women just gravitate towards her because she's so beautiful and her fashion and her voice. Like, wow. Uh-huh. It is Jessica and Nick. It is Jessica. So let's talk a little romance. What's Cher doing in these single years? Who is she dating? She is dating. She's a two-year romance with David Geffen. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, rich, rich. Wow, rich couple, rich couple. Um, and he helped free her from her business arrangement with Sunny. He was like, Sunny, no longer. Like, even though you guys are divorced, we gotta like get, cut the ties. Cut the ties. Get the separated. Yeah. And so, like, she said that was like a nice healing process for her and did she ever feel tethered to him after that because of that i don't think so because they don't they last two years but then she moves on okay well i mean it's like the first man after it's always complicated has she ever been with a woman Mm, i didn't find anything about that not do you think like i mean i think no i haven't seen but like I mean, it was the 60s. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like everyone growing up in the 60s was had a time or two. Especially in Hollywood. That's true. Yeah. Especially in this town. In this town. How could you not? (laughs) How could you not? Um, She also gets a $2.5 million deal at Warner Brothers Records. Oh, great. Um, But she does this album, Stars, and it's just not well received. I think she has yet to really, like, find what clicks. Right. Right now. Um... But she returns to television with a solo show on CBS called Share. Oh, I don't think I know that one. Is I, it scripted? Um, it's not scripted. Okay. It's like once again with guests and like music. Like Got still it. very like variety show esque. Um, Bette Midler and Elton John are guests. Who is the first one? Bette Midler. Oh, Bette Midler. Oh my God. See, just Bette Midler and Share just sit down together. But it's like that was one of her childhood icons. Oh, really? Right? Wasn't it? I thought, aren't they the similar age? Huh, maybe not. Maybe that was someone else. <laughs> but beautiful. <laughs> Proud of her. But we're excited for that duo. Proud of her. Uh, the reviews of this show say Sunny without Cher was a disaster. Cher without Sunny, on the other hand, could be the best thing that's ever happened to weekly television this season. <sighs> I mean, I love it, but you can only imagine what Sunny crumbled up that newspaper. It's I picture Nick Lachey when he um, is watching his $10,000 music video. <laughs> How much was your budget of your music video? What was that? I think $75,000, Dan? <laughs> wow. Guys, we have to do, like, we should do a Newlyweds uh, Patreon, like, rewatch, recap. And we should, like, recreate that scene on TikTok. I think that we have to. I mean, like, I will gladly play Nick Lachey if you want to be Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> we have to start doing that. We will. We have to. We need to order some, like, board shorts and, like, cut out tank tops for you. And all those tattoos. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, I can't, the sun tattoo. I can't wait. <laughs> Me either. Um, so this is time that she starts dating Greg Allman. I don't know Greg. Allman, who is the co-founder of the Allman Brothers. Isn't that like a really famous band? Yeah, but I don't like know them well because that like something brothers, but that starts with an A, right? Yeah. My mom will let me know. Okay, she'll text me right this very you instant. You know, like do your homework as well. We love when you DM us. Like we've gotten some DMs recently, being like, "Oh yeah, it's this," and letting us know, and it's beautiful. Don't do it in a pretentious way. Yes, we love when you guys are just like, "By the way," because it's just like gives us more information. Exactly. It's hard to get everything right on these. Uh, let me tell you, uh, it takes a lot of work, you guys. It's a lot. We're, We're doing so our tired. Best. <laughs> We're so tired. <laughs> Oh my god! That thought that, that, that thought this morning, but hey, I'm happy to be here. No, I did too. I was just like, Mama is tired, tired. <laughs> so, put it up about us. Um, so she marries this guy, Greg Allman, and then she files for divorce nine days later. Nine days? What, Brittany? 
Britney and like I mean Elizabeth yeah. Taylor was kind of like that too. Truly, nine days later because she's like, oh, he has a hair. It's not funny, but she's like, oh, he has a heroin problem. Which oh. you think you would maybe have realized that How before. long were they dating? Only like a few months, I think. Maybe she thought that marriage would change it. And then a week later, she was like, nope, still got a heroin problem. Ladies. Yeah. Don't paint her red flags green. And there it is. Yeah. There it is. Um, but then they get back together, I think, after like he like figures some stuff out. Well, it's also hard. It's hard. It is hard, you know. She loved, I think she loved him. She wanted to see him in a different way. She had hope. Um, But then they had a son together, Elijah Blue. I don't know Elijah. I did not either. I just know more about Chaz. Same. Um, Yeah, so Elijah's now in the picture. Elijah, but like stays out of the spotlight, it seems. Very like secretive. (laughs) I'm going to look up Elijah Blue. Um, So then this is interesting because then the networks are like, share. We know you're like doing your own thing. You are have been remarried, but you know what would be, would be interesting if you came back with Sunny, did the Sunny and Cher show as a divorced couple, and America will love it because it will be like, uh, uh, look how much they hate each other. <laughs> look at this. That is someone's worst nightmare. Oh yeah. So the whole thing is like insulting banter about their divorce. Oh. Um, being mean to each other. She basically just hates him the whole time. And, like, he'll say something. And she's like, you fool. Well, maybe it actually could be kind of therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just get a shit on my ex-husband who has screwed me over. Say no more. Truly. What a wild idea. Wild idea, but can it does ma- really well. Well, can't I would watch Nick and Jessica, like, going back and forth at it now. I've, I mean, we are, fast, like, fascinated with seeing divorce celebrity like what are their interactions like in the paparazzi photos i mean people cannot like anytime brad and jennifer aniston are in the same room people lose their minds remember the oscars like two of years course, ago of course the hand grab i looked i looked at that photo for hours on end we all did my god um it all goes back to ram she got a uh kind of barbie like not a real barbie but a mego toys came out with a sunny and sheer doll which was the highest grossing doll surpassing barbie in 1976 barbie's like shit barbie's like fuck i need to show my belly button more <laughs> and then she's like but i can't because people think i'm slutty <laughs> it's so true <laughs> oh, it's tough to be barbie it's tough to be a woman it, it's tough to be a woman um so now she's dating this guy gene simmons who also i'm like who kiss? is that oh that's kid yes oh i said tiss member <laughs> stop your notes are so funny <laughs> and i go back and go through these this is why i always have like gene pu- simmons punctuation problems that is so why what a wild couple wild couple i believe gene simmons is the one with the tongue uh, oh really i think yeah i think and maybe i'm wrong about that Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, no, he is. He is oh, the one with the tongue. Wow. A very, very long tongue. What a couple. <laughs> Good for you, Cher. Interesting. So this is like late 70s now. We're going into early 80s. And she finally has a hit. Okay. The woman has a hit called Take Me Home, which is like disco. The music Fun. video for it is like the outfits are gorgeous. It's upbeat. People are like, yes, you are finally like... She's getting her groove back. Oh, love that. Um, but also early 80s was hard for her just because there is a lot of sexism in Hollywood. And this is kind of when Cher becomes very much a pioneer for like speaking out against like bad behavior of, of men in the industry and how unfair it is for women and female artists. Um, and so she's like very outspoken, which of course people are like, oh, she's bitchy. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, she's always just like, I mean, she has a lot of quotes just about how much she loves men but hates them at the same time, which I find very fascinating. I love that she she's always like, I love men. Men are the best. Or she goes, men are the coolest. Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, yeah, she said things like, we have had to take, take it and fight for it. And it's just not fair. If you do the same thing as a man, that if you do the same thing as a man would do, you're a bitch. If you ask for the same things as a man on set, you have to be quiet and sweet so people love you. The second you ask for something, people are like, who do you think you are? And she says, I love men, but they haven't had to go through what we have. Maybe fighting is not the, not, not the right word. We just have to be twice as good and work twice as hard. And, yeah. you know, that's even God. Which she's like, I love men. Hate the patriarchy. Exactly. Really hates um, Bush and Trump, which we will get into. Like, more so than anyone I think I've ever Gorgeous. heard about. <laughs> Gorgeous. It's the little raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> We will post the raccoon gif on our stories this week. I'm holding myself to of it. Of course. It's make a mental note. So yes, funny. It is good. It is good. Um but the 80s are a lucrative time for her. She gets into film and she is in this movie, which actually I'm not going to say cuz that's a little question okay, at the end. Okay, okay, okay. Um but she wins the Golden Globe and an Academy Award for it. Um when she is with her Academy Award and like she the, wins an Oscar? She does. That just hit me. Oh, I I will the outfit she is wearing is so like risqué at the time. It's like this black Does she have crazy hair? Crazy hair. Okay, yes. Yes. You know it. We're going to do a whole don't worry. There's TikToks and reels coming. Oh, thank God. This is going to be very fun for you. This is going to be so fun. Um you know like when you have like press after you win an Oscar and they're like, "How do you feel?" The yes. first thing that she asks is, "So are you sweetheart or are you difficult?" What? <laughs> just because she was so known for being like a diva and like that whole stupid I narrative. Like, I literally just want an Oscar. That's what you want to ask me? Literally. I think like, I'm difficult. <laughs> yeah. And what are you going to do? I, yeah, I also on. have millions of dollars. Yeah. And do you? No. <laughs> Next question. But she literally just keeps responding saying, you know what? Like, I'm so happy I get to do movies that inspire women offering comfort and companionship. Oh, I love that. And like when we go through some of her films, like you can just see that I do think she very intentionally picks movies that like will comfort you and like make you feel like you're seen and, and it's so nice that she is able to like choose those roles and like that the fact that she you know has that luxury and she actually does it you know exactly exactly um so she's on top of the world it is in 1989 now and she releases well i know that i don't get no Wait, is that <laughs> Is that the same as if I could turn back time? No, it's no, different. Not. Okay. Different. Sorry. I apparently I no. just really want to sing that right now. I would like to not use our theme song in this episode, but use you singing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Put a beat behind it. Put auto tune it. Oh my god. We could film it after. We could record it after well, if you want. Our friend Mike listened to our Quinn ninety two episode on his tour. He was bringing people up, like someone from the audience, and had them sing. Um, Life After Love or whatever. Oh, oh my God. Or Believe is what it's called. Believe. With auto-tune. Sorry. Oh, my God. I want to, like, I want to try auto-tune so badly. Same. I just want to let it rip. Let it rip. Um. So, But Turn Back Time. That's a different one. Yes. Turn Back Time. But now that we're talking about auto-tune, so Cher kind of, like, reinvented what auto-tune really means. Because I think now we have this perception, which people abuse it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like, oh, you're cheesy. Use auto-tune because you're not talented. Did she kind of invent auto-tune? I would say probably yes in terms of like how it's known and 
music and like how iconic it was in pop culture. I might be totally wrong, but there's an amazing Netflix documentary and they have like auto-tuned explained, I think is what it is. And like it will make you have a whole new respect for T-Pain and like justice for T-Pain. I mean, it is like, it's a cool tool that you can use. I'm not 100% certain if I can say that she invented it because I'm also always like, I don't think she invented it, but but I think she was one of the ones to like, one of the first ones to make it pop off. Oh, she absolutely was. And, And I think... This was a time when she really felt like, I found it. Like, mm-hmm. she became kind of a gay icon. Yes. She had dance music. She loved that in her music videos, she was wearing, like, fishnets and leather jackets. And she's, like, on top of this, like, cannon for the USS Missouri. Uh, what? Which is very, very controversial. But she was just a, kind of, like, a crazy, like, rocker lady. She's like, let's just do it. Yeah, she was like, let's just do it. And God, at this time, what is she, in her 40s? Um, Let's see, in 89, yeah. Wow. She's in her, like... 40s late 40s yeah I think yeah so. that's incredible incredible and so i think she found like a, a confidence and like a really like sweet spot yeah um and she loved like i mean that song like believe mm, literally believe. in every club every like it was just such an iconic song it took over and even now when it still comes on people are like we must stop and we must sing and dance together exactly you know do you know how sunny died no but i i didn't know he died until i was googling his picture and it said sunny bono death Ski accident. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like he hit his head? I actually don't exactly know. I think it was head trauma as it usually is. And also in those days, people weren't really wearing helmets. God. While skiing, so I would assume. That's horrible. Like a sudden death. Like, especially with celebrities, you just don't think that that will happen. I mean, truly. Which is silly, but it's true. I know. It's like Natasha Richardson. I'm I, sorry to bring it there. Of course. I'm sorry. But you can't say ski accident without not without bringing her up of course um so she spoke at the funeral she drafted a eulogy um that she hoped would repair all the damage and misconceptions about sunny mm. um mm. so she had a lot of moving words i mean she literally said without sunny there would be no share he's the most unforget unforgettable character i have ever met no matter how old i get no matter how many people i meet that person will always be sun for me that's really sad and she's like really trying to like keep it together and she's like really it was like an emotional speech to watch i mean there are people in your life that like are just your person and i do kind of feel like and maybe it's just because everyone is like sunny and share but it seems like they were each other's person like a soulmate in their life not you know i think we can have lots of soulmates exactly exactly i agree but after his death they actually both got a star on the hollywood walk of fame which was nice and she got to like that makes me so sad because it's like i kind of wish that sunny could have been there I but know, like I what mean, is he was it's always tragic when like someone can't see the you the know accomplishments the accomplishments yeah and that is always um that's always devastating mm-hmm. um but let's get into a little bit more of her later life to wrap this up yeah um, basically 2000s she's doing res- residencies in vegas she knows that that's what the people needed of course she belongs in vegas the farewell tour in vegas was, was the most successful tour ever in vegas that's great and that's a lot I completely forgot that my grandma used to go to the share tours and I remember so well seeing a picture of her in leather pants stop in this limo like drinking champagne she would always stay at the Bellagio wait I think I've seen that picture I, I with I've her curly it. hair yes. iconic iconic that was in Vegas that's amazing the fact that she was going to see share that's iconic the woman loves share love um in the early 2000s, her wealth was estimated at $600 million at this point. In the early 2000s? After the Vegas tours. Wow. She is rich as hell. Of course. Um, she starts financing some schools in Kenya. Oh, my God. Well, that's amazing. Which is amazing. Sorry, that just is like so many random, like... <laughs> 
Um, and this is the time that she says the Bush presidency almost killed her. Ugh. So yeah. she starts being very outspoken about her disdain for Republicans <laughs> and Bush and how he handled the war in Iraq in 9-11. Mm-hmm. That bleeds into Trump. She like really becomes like active on Twitter, which like now she's kind of known for being like, oh, like, what, what, what's Cher going to say? <laughs> is Cher drunk? Like, <laughs> truly. Well, you know what's interesting is, and I think this is just music genres, like that she could be vocal about her dislike for Bush and it's fine. And then the chicks say that we're ashamed to be from Texas and they got destroyed. I mean, crazy. Crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, because that's like during the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, she didn't lose popularity. No, she probably in her community gained popularity. Well, yeah, because it was like women and gay men that yes. were really you know of course her fans wow i know wow um i got, by the way guys that's really what i want to do i will listen to you guys but i really want to do the chicks and like the controversy oh i think do it claire okay i just oh, want to make sure it. that everyone wants to hear it though too i think everyone would be very excited it would be so fun to also get into. i know like we have a large percentage of our listeners are younger like that's true 23 Young- to 27 that are probably like what was this oh my god guys it was crazy it was crazy and it will make you mad Oh, it sure will. Maybe we should get into it. Okay. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Um, so, um, let's see. Where should we continue with this? Um, <laughs> t- time named Cher, Twitter's most outspoken and beloved beloved commentator. That is such an honor. Do you know how many people are outspoken on Twitter? I mean, literally, though. So she just kind of would, like, rip everyone a new one. Um, <laughs> I just imagine her in bed, like, all propped up on her pillow. just being like... Yeah, she's like, why, why the hell not? So she's doing her tour. She's coming out with perfumes and, uh, you course. know, all of her, like, merch and everything. That's a trend I would like to see come back, or celebrity perfumes. I, oh, my God, same. I think it'd be really fun. We should make a Ram perfume. Let's do it. Wouldn't that be so fun? Let's do like, it. Based off different people we've talked about. Yeah, it's like King Henry the Eighth's leg. <laughs> it <just laughs> smells like, like metal and yeah. vomit. Rotting. Um, as you know, we've said before, Cher is considered a gay icon and has been um, imitated by drag queens for quite quite some time, mm-hmm. which is just a huge honor. Um, and we are going to get into her movie career with playing a game to wrap the episode up so because excited. she has just done so many fun movies that we need to discuss. Of course. So, Claire, can you guess the Cher movie based on the synopsis? Probably not, um, but I'm excited to try. You might be able to. Okay. Okay. Number one, telling the story of three women who are unaware of the power of the words they speak as they tell each other their deepest desires, a man arrives just in time and fulfills them, but has a dark side of his own. I, like, literally can't think of any share movies right now. I can see them in my head. I'll give you a hint. Okay. It's Sex and the City. Do you remember when the three of them show up at that wedding and Carrie says, we looked like the... No. They all kind of look... The Witches of Eastwick, it's okay. called. Witches of Eastwick. This is hard. This, this is, is going to be so disappointing to everyone. I'm so sorry. You're going to know the last two. I know that you will. Will I? You okay. will. Okay. Number two. It follows the plights of three women and their experiences with abortion. Oh. Each of these three stories takes place in the same house 22 years apart, 1952, 1974, and 1996. We talked about it, but I don't know the name. <laughs> it's called... It, it, this is hard. This is hard. It's called If These Walls Could Talk. Okay. Which is an iconic, like, story. Say the synopsis again. It follows the plights of three women and their experiences with abortion. Each of the three stories takes place in the same house 22 years apart. Amazing. And what year did that come out? That came out in like 99, I think. It's with uh, Demi Moore, Sissy Spacek, and Cher. It's on HBO. I kind of want to watch it. I do too. 
like we were talking about like that would be a controversial movie now yes like and literally i know amazing okay second to last one you got this one it's a, ne- a 2018 jukebox musical oh. romantic comedy oh. um it is this uh, <laughs> it's based off of the 1990 musical of the same name using abba's music oh mama mia yes of course i forgot she was in mama mia so she's in mama mia too oh <laughs> wait sorry now I was, I was like wait because it was like it's a sequel to the 2008 film she's in mama mia too okay right 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 and the last one i think i know i it. hope you have seen this movie i think i know it tells a story of ally an mm-hmm. aspiring singer who leaves her small town for los angeles where she becomes a dancer at a struggling burlesque yes i totally i was like i know that there's a movie that i've definitely seen with Cher, and it's burlesque and do you know her name in this movie no it's tess oh my god okay Te- freaky friday burlesque those are the movies and there was a recent one that i saw with another tess there's a a megan megan the Did movie megan? no i didn't but is there a tess in that there is does wait, allison williams play tess wait does she play tess your doppelganger i still haven't seen megan oh claire you should watch it it's so good tess is like such a unique name for a movie there's not it's, much of them it's getting more popular oh yeah hey that's a good as, thing as it does as it does as ram gets more popular exactly <laughs> everyone named their child tess jr tess jr <laughs> it all <laughs> circles exactly. and that is share <laughs> gorgeous you know what a queen what a queen and like i love that she's still so active and it's like just beep bopping around she's beep bopping she's gonna keep beep bopping of course i mean we'd love to see it 1946 is when she was born so she's in her 70s yeah and she looks incredible she does well she's had some good good work yeah of course and we love that we love her skin is smooth as a baby's bottom truly yeah her cheek always her cheekbones have been very intense high like to the high heavens high heavens yeah Her Met Gala outfit with the feathers and the see-through, like, I just... We're going to do all of it, so if you like this episode, make sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, threads, Facebook, at Right Answers Mostly on every platform. Yes. And let us know who you want us to cover. We will have a re-release next week. We will. Which is very exciting. It's from the catalogs. It's one of our favorites. It is, of course. It's one of the all-time icons. Of course. So just look out for that. And as always... DM us on Instagram at Right Answers Mostly. Follow us. Subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And join our Patreon if you want more of us. Please do. Two bonus episodes a month. $7.99. You will not want to miss out. No. And first, uh, access to merch. Yes. And it's coming. Which is coming soon. We'll announce stuff as it as it happens. That's right. And we love you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening. Bye, you two. Bye. <laughs>